I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the 2022 Formula One STC Saudi Arabian Jeddah Grand Prix, named the fastest track and second longest on the Formula One calendar, 27 corners, 3 DRS zones. It's a street circuit on a street which women have only been allowed to drive on since 2017. I can do more, I can add more to the things in Saudi Arabia if you want me to. It's forbidden for women to wear tight-fitting clothing and if you want an abortion, you'll need permission from a man. The Formula One journalists, they've got to be careful because, you know, Saudi Arabia and everything, if they put a foot wrong, they're going to have their, you know, foot removed. They're going to be put in a suitcase. <laughs> but we'll both watch the Grand Prix, won't we? This is the, a difficult, this is a really difficult thing and it's something I suffer with in football as well, in that there should, there, first things first. Hello and welcome to Dirty Air. With me, the comedian Alfie Brown. And me, the comedian Josh Weller. First things first, there shouldn't be a Grand Prix in Saudi Arabia, should no, there? of course not. I, I think it's one of the... There are probably a few places on the on the tour uh, that there shouldn't be a Grand Prix, but it does feel like in terms of all the places there shouldn't be a Grand Prix, Saudi Arabia is the place where there really, really shouldn't be a Grand Prix. <laughs> like, with their with the human rights record, with the... Uh, with the with the with the murder of journalists, uh, the brutal murder of journalists, with the oppression of uh, LGBTQ plus communities. Although I doubt they call, they, I, doubt, I doubt they say the full. Uh, yeah, I don't think they call them uh, communities in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> it's it's weird that there being a Grand Prix where you uh, you Google search like the place, and the first thing that Google suggests is executions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the executions. I was just, just I was just after the race. Um, the thing with the Formula One calendar, every year I look at it and I go, it does seem like they choose these locations based on countries with the most old-fashioned, archaic, draconian laws and rules. Mm. That said, it was a good race last year. It was a good race last year. It was very good. <laughs> and I hate myself for, for how much I enjoyed watching nothing. I shouldn't watch anything that happens in Saudi Arabia. However, it was bloody good, wasn't it? This is how sports washing works. Is that, so that's why the important... Because we both acknowledge that we're not going to not watch the race. We're not going to boycott. But we would say to Formula One, please don't put a race there. Here's the thing, we've got two, we've got Monza and Imola now, right? I would, I would, you know, in 2020, when um, the thing happened and they started up the racing again, mm. we had two Silverstones and two Austrian Grand Prix mm -hmm. in a row, right? Yeah, yeah. The second Silverstone was the one where Hamilton's tyre blew up and he still won. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the two Austrian races were 
just both, although they changed the names, like Austrian and Styrian. Is that one? Just they're both in Austria. Oh yeah, and Styrian sat there. Even the even the ones that aren't in the Middle East, they need to make sound like they're in the Middle East. I would gladly take two Austrian races over the Saudi Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. And I'd love to see because because it, it's the red Austria's Red Bull circuit as well. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see Red Bull engines fail twice in their home circuit. Yeah, with a lot of eyes on them. That's what you really want. Speaking of which, um, by the way, we we never mentioned. By the way, we've talked about this. Um, it is insane that we just take for granted that there is a racing Formula One team, and it's Red Bull. Like we just, it just rolls off the tongue. Like you, like you forget that the Beatles was a terrible pun. Mm. Red Bull is a drinks. It's an energy drink made by failed NASA scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the goal of the drink is just to stay awake. <laughs> After the Bahrain Grand Prix, um, obviously Horner was um, apoplectic, which is a long word for fucking angry. Yeah. Like, he seemed so angry. Yet Christian Horner has this, and it's the mark of someone, and I, I, you know, I hate to l- um, lay into him too much, but it does seem like the mark of a true psychopath that he can go on camera after the race and go, well, you know, we'll do better next time, but you can still see the rage. Like he goes back in the garage, shuts the door and just like screamed into a pillow. Maybe he has like a pair of like pliers in his pocket. And the only way that he can appear normal is by kind of applying extreme pressure to his own kind of ball bag. So he needs to be to be to be at a normal energy in those situations. He needs to be experiencing extreme pain. I think he has stress balls shaped like all the drivers he's kicked out of the number two seat. He just <laughs> angrily squeezes them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the race preview today, by the way. It's the we race decided, preview. We decided we'd try a little race preview, just a little, maybe a little miniature episode. It's a bite-size countdown to the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Before we get into our race preview, we're just going to take a little break here to say, please subscribe and comment on the podcast. We have been amazed at how far up the charts we've gotten this week, but we need your help to keep doing that. If you like it, please say it. If you don't like it, yeah, just keep it to yourself. But leave a, leave a comment and uh, give us five, just give us five stars. What's the, what? Who are you to deny us five stars? Also, it has to be five. Don't give four. Yeah, just That's go- like, it's like Uber. Four is like a one. Yeah. So just give five. Uh, we want five stars. It has to be five. We command five stars. We do. We really, really do. Or just leave it all alone. Yeah, but don't. Anyway, let's get into the preview. Counting down the Constructors' Championship from position 10, right at the back, uh, Red Bull, current driver world champion. My prediction is that, um, obviously, in the Bahrain Grand Prix, they had um, two DNFs, which was shouldn't have been fun to watch, but it was bloody tasty, wasn't it? Um, and uh, I believe that um, Karma was trending on Twitter for two days. <laughs> <laughs> the engine failure was uh, tantamount to the um, fuel pumps uh, not being able to bleed the final dregs of fuel into the veins. Uh, essentially, the Red Bull car ran, ran out, out of fuel. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they dropped Max's car down, it basically lost his power steering is what happened. Pretty good driver then, isn't he? See, my, my prediction is that they've had a week. Do you think that a week is enough time to fix those problems? I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that Max is... Max is an extraordinary enough driver that and will and they've got so much. And I think a lot of this, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the 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 intersection, Formula One being the intersection between, you know, technology and spirit. Max wants to win so much 
that he will have driven the entire Red Bull team to tears, making sure uh, that everything is in its right place. And every so often, Christian Horner will look over Max's shoulder and shake his fist and go, yeah. Whatever he said, do it. Do it quicker for my lovely boy. Yeah, and then Sergio stood behind Horner going, yeah, whatever you guys want, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Red Bull's problem is um, obviously um, not the car. The car has the pace, lots of straights in um, Saudi. Um, Yeah, (laughs) otherwise they get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) So they've got the pace. They've got the pace. Uh, They can handle the corners very well. The reliability is the only thing they need to work out. So I think think we're really going to see Red Bull challenge. Ninth place. Ninth place, McLaren. The funny thing that happened with McLaren is during testing, everyone went, isn't this amazing? The McLaren isn't porpoising at all. Wow, they're really going to do well. And then during the race, everyone realized that the McLaren didn't have enough downforce to porpoise. Uh, I hate to say it. I hope. I really look. I want Danny. I want Danny to win a world championship. I really do. He's earned the right. And I think Lando is um, truly of the future of Formula One. I just just sort your shit out, McLaren. They didn't look uh, good, and it felt like the energy around the camp. You can sort of tell from the way in which they communicate their problems to the kind of press and 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 the, the television that their their problems aren't going away anytime soon. You could there was a there was a sense of bullishness about Christian Horner. They went, yeah, yeah, but we're gonna so we're gonna sort it out. So don't you worry about that. It's annoying that we've lost these points, but we'll get the next ones. McLaren went, oh, oh no, we've messed this up. McLaren looked like um, at Bahrain. You know when you see a stag do, like a pack of men out on a stag do, <laughs> right? And there's just one guy at the back who doesn't want to be there. Yeah, that's what McLaren looked like in Bahrain. Yeah, yeah, and I want to see that. I want them to be the groom. Get to the front, groom it up. Williams, Albon, and Latifi. Uh, I'm predicting. I, do you know what? I'm just predicting the same thing. Eighth place. Maybe one of them will crash. I think Latifi might crash. He loves a good crash. I don't think he like. I don't think he's asked. I don't think Latifi likes Formula One very much anymore. He said, "I'm just going into work," and then, and then when he crashes, he goes, "Oh, ooh, ooh! It looks like it's exciting. Oh, I'm off early." Yeah, do you oh, think I'm, uh, early? Oh, I'm not, do you know the new? Um, Almodovar film. I'm going to go and watch Parallel Mothers at the cinema. I reckon reckon around lap 30 in Latifi's head during a race, he goes, oh my God, chicken parmesan tonight. (laughs) I think think Britney Spears is on Jonathan Ross. Oh my God. (laughs) Seventh place. Oh my Lord, seventh place. Seb Vettel is out two weeks in a row. I love Seb Vettel. I think the man is an absolute mensch. Four-time world champion. I want him to win another one. I think he could have a Nicky Lauda renaissance moment where he gets one more title. Um, but I just think that when he tested, I feel like he's probably negative and just was like, you know what? I think I'll just stay home with the pizza oven and the kids for another he's week. He's seen the car, hasn't he? He's going, I'm not... <laughs> He's like got his red sharpie out and is scribbling on his lateral flow. I'm not driving that, mate. Sort the car out and then I'll come back. He's Seb Vettel looks like when they're going through the technical aspects of the car in the morning meeting on Zoom. He's secretly playing Wordle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to do my Wordle today. Um, Stroll. I mean, I think. Look, here's the thing. We've been rinsing Lance Stroll for years, but credit where it's due, he's sort of proven himself the last two years. Yeah, he's bought home stroll, some... stroll a sad case of nominative determinism in that it, that, that is how fast he goes <laughs> for a stroll. Uh, that it doesn't really work because he's doing well at the moment, but uh, it's still a nice joke, isn't it? In sixth place is um, Alpha Tauri, aka 
the Red Bull Junior team, aka Christian Horners. Who are the guys on the chessboard that you just throw in to take the hit? Like the, the human shield. That's why AlphaTauri are to Red Bull, right? Yeah. My prediction for this race is that um, AlphaTauri do everything that Helmut Marco and Christian, Horn, Christian Horner tell them to do to hold up the Mercedes and the Ferraris. Do you think that they're going to do that just from muscle memory? Like Mercedes are going to be like floundering in ninth and tenth place, and Christian Horner's going to go, hold them up. Why? They're ages behind. Yeah, yeah but we just, we just, we just force of habits kill them whenever i think of gasly i think of him on that hammock he posted a picture of him in like the maldives last year looking absolutely tonk looking gorgeous with his one of the things formula one have and i would love to be this consultant it's the man who works for formula one who tells all the drivers exactly what length to grow their designer stubble yeah they all have this by the t- you look at leclerc during um when he was racing um for uh sauber mm-hmm and he's just a little boy with no product in his hair. You look at him now, and he is Captain Hunkadori, right? Mm. And I would, there is, they all have these consultants who are these guys that are like, okay, here's what you do to accent your features. And they go into the office, and the guy's got a, a picture of them on a screen. He goes, this is what you look like now. This is what you look like with my pro handsome enhancements. And yeah. You just see them looking gorgeous. Gasly has had the works. Oh, man. Yeah, he's got, it's almost too per. If you were sitting next to him on a flight, he'd be watching. Like he'd be just he'd watch episode after episode after episode of Game of Thrones and not like blink as like when there were tits out. He would just he would just sit there and just enjoy them, even though you're like 10 centimeters away from him. And every now and again, the only thing he'd do whilst slumped in his seat is you'd see him every now and again suck on his jewel. And then blow it down his T-shirt. That's the only thing he'd do. <laughs> My take on Gasly is if you were sat next to him on a flight, you'd hear the bleed of his headphones. Mm. And it would be really aggressive hip hop. And yeah, you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, who is this guy? Maybe even French hip hop, which just has that. You know that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd put a movie on, but it would be like a B-list Disney movie. Like Enchanted. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, oh, there's some depth to this person. Yeah. Um, not a race prediction, just <laughs> not character a... analysis. But look, gonna... <laughs> they'll be somewhere in the middle is the where they'll be. what it wants, come on. Um, Alpine. Alpine, Macropine, Promompine, Fernando Alonso. You once described Fernando Alonso to me as someone who Carlos Sainz's girlfriend would leave him for. <laughs> No, that's a bit too hard to laugh at my own jokes. Yeah, but no, it's very accurate. Carlos Sainz, absolute mega hunk. I'm in love with his arms, Mm -hmm. right? The whole package, gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this is the thing is we criticise people watching Drive to Survive going, oh my God, all they do is think the drivers are handsome. All we've talked about so far in this race preview is that the drivers are good looking. But Carlos Sainz, gorgeous. But his girlfriend, you were right, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd feel completely emasculated by it. Yeah, like, it's really... his hero as well. Yeah, he's his it's hero. It's his hero. Yeah. That's like going out with the singer of Green Day and then leaving him for Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> the singer of Green Day would have to go, yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. The, mid- the midfield is so tight. The car's reliable. They, they think, I believe they're bringing an upgrade to this race. Um, so maybe we'll see them a little bit higher. Um, but for them to get mm, a little bit higher... Um, a Red Bull would have to DNF again. So I think we're going to see Alonso and Esteban at the back of the point. Uh, Zhou Guan Yu and 
Valtteri. Time for Smacky Bot Bot Bot. Valtteri Bottas finished in sixth. Wow. And uh, Joe Guan, you in tenth. What an amazing first race. Yeah, I know. To finish in the points on your first race. Yeah. Another uh, exciting racer. And what I like about him is that he seems to have some sort of, uh, he seems to have flair to the way that he races. Um, Haas. Amazingly, uh, 11th and 5th in the last race. Uh, Schumacher, great finish for him in 11th. Magnussen, unbelievably. The Viking bringing it home in 5th. 10 points for him. First race back in F1 since 2020. Um, my predi- oh my god I mean I bet everybody in Haas like took like they did a photo shoot with all the money they made yeah like all of the money and they like filled a bath with it and- an Aldi bath mm. Gunter your your alter ego is such a likeable warm kind of charismatic uh, man it's just wonderful to see him do well and this is and I know that we don't want to speak about it too much but it's a symptom of drive to survive. I was on uh, Talk Sport. If any uh, listeners are here because of my appearance on Talk Sport, then thank you very much for listening. Uh, but people are like the, 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 one of the producers there, uh, Jamie, I think his name was. Uh, he's a uh, he went. Oh yeah, I've been watching Drive to Survive. Got into Formula One. I'm a big Haas fan. I went. What? You're a ha- why? How would you get into it's Formula so One? So strange, and isn't it? Be a Haas fan. Yeah, it's really weird. And. Like, and it's because of Gunter Steiner. I just love Gunter Steiner. I know more about Gunter Steiner than Gunter Steiner does. That's what he said to me. To celebrate Hass's finish in fifth, I'm going to recite um, some lyrics in the style of Gunter Steiner. I want uh, people listening to the podcast to message us on Instagram or Twitter with the name of the song, the artist, and the movie that it's from. She may be the hash I can't forget. If trace or pleasure or regret. May turn my treasure or price I have to pay. She may be the song that summer sings. Maybe the chill that autumn rings. <laughs> <clears throat> Switch it up. Third and fourth, um, Mercedes. All Mercedes need to do, really, is um, have a better car and learn how to turn corners. Their car looks so slow. Super Georgie Russell, the pride of Kings Lynn. All that time waiting for this sodding car. And then it turns up and it turns out that it's like a, it's bouncing along like, a, like they're all Colin McRae in there and whatnot. They're going to damage their brain stems. I feel bad for um, Super George. That's that's uh, who I've been practicing this week. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I can see if I can remember how to do it. Are you about to do an impression of George Russell? Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's right at the back of the throat, um, and he's has he's got a weird S. So I've been trying to win races this year and um, drinking champagne on rooftops with my girlfriend, and then trying to win. It, do you remember George Ma- John Major, who was the Prime Minister of? Um, uh, the, uh, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and he had that voice. If you, I, I think that's quite. It's it's not like a big. It's not a big energy voice, you, is I it? I think you're about an octave too low. I'm from Kings Lynn. The pri- George Russell, the pride of Kings Lynn. He is the best. I mean, Martin Brundle also from Kings Lynn. You know that. Kings Lynn's a, a great driving heritage, doesn't it? <laughs> Kings Lynn. Um, I go. I actually frequent there because it's near where my dad lives. Yeah. And uh, it's just got chavs and vape shops, so he really is the pride of Kingsland. But it, there's, it's not hard to be the pride of Kingsland. All you have to do is leave Kingsland. <laughs> Finally, I mean, first and second, the um, what are we going to call them this year? I quite like calling them the Blood Reds. Oh, Crimson and Clover. The crimson. There is a viscous tone to the Ferrari. Oh, it's 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 a yes, it's a deep seeping. It's the it's. It's not just blood from a grazed knee, is it? No. It's the blood that comes out of a wound. It's a severed main artery is the colour mm. of them. <laughs> That's the colour. 
color of the Ferrari mm. this year. Look, I want um, I want redemption for Mercedes because of last year. Um, I want great racing, but also Leclerc and Sainz. They they're both fantastic. I would be perfectly happy if either of them win this race. Me too. But also, the Ferrari doing well in Formula One is good for Formula One because they are the heritage, the glamour brand, uh, the kind of the the romance of racing, the 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 gorgeous history of everything that Formula One and uh, competitive racing is is sort of emblemized by Ferrari. They are the the romantics choice. Yeah. Uh, so I I I like them for that reason. I also uh, I feel like Ferrari draws the most parallels with my beloved um, football team Liverpool, both in red, both once great, both had a difficult time until their their new leader comes in, overhauls everything. And what I really liked Matteo Bonotto's, um, the way that he spoke, I think he spoke really, really well after the race. He was very diplomatic. He was very keen to deflect praise that he was getting from all the people who were interviewing him and give it to people who that you who you thought might not, who might not otherwise be mentioned. And I thought that was really, really nice. And that is something that I think the uh, Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool, would also be very good at. Like, ugh, no, I don't want any of your praise. Thank you very much. But Linda, who makes the sandwiches on the bus, she is amazing. (laughs) That's our lopsided preview for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. We'll be back on Monday with your race review of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Before we clock off, I do just want to give a minute for our Formula One sponsor of the day, who I have no idea what they do. Today's sponsor is... Liqui Molly. Liqui Molly. What does Liqui Molly do? To me, it sounds like a rave drug that you take at Glastonbury that's legal but loosens certain muscles in the body. <laughs> Have you, uh... If you got to Latitude Festival and you're like, where's Dave? And he's like, oh, he had to go back to the car. He took too much, took too much. Liqui Molly. Liqui Molly. But maybe it's like, it's Molly, but it comes... If they... After the legalization of drugs, like you know how you can get little uh, like vitamin C pouches, like squeeze pouches where you rip the top off. After they legalize drugs, liqui molly is going to be like a a little kind of pouch of molly. It's got molly, vitamin C, magnesium to help you get through a long working day. He's Josh Weller. He's Alfie Brown, and this was Dirty Air. Uh, please like. Please, well, don't like it, but just rate it. Like, give a rating, a positive one. Don't bother giving a negative one. Subscribe on on if you if you're listening to it, and maybe share it on your social media feed. If you if you have like minded Formula One fans, you know somebody likes Formula One and likes comedians sort of talking about how attractive Formula One drivers are, then, you know, this is the perfect podcast for you. So recommend it to your mates. And thank you to everyone who has already done that this week. I'm amazed that we have uh, been at the forefront of the uh, Spotify and Apple charts. This yeah, we've week. been surge. We've been like a we've been Sergio of- Perizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She may be the face I can't forget The trace of pleasure or regret 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.